Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we are here to challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today is our very last podcast of 2023. Can you believe it? (laughs) And we're going to be deep diving and talking about the goals and intentions that we set for 2023 and obviously looking ahead into 2024. And hopefully this is a time of reflection for you as well, kind of thinking through what were some of your intentions and what it is and how you want to show up in 2024 and obviously beyond. But hello, Miss Vic, how are you doing? I am well. I I actually listened to our podcast from July. I think it was in July this morning. So that was also good to kind of listen to the things we were saying and doing. And it, it'll be fun to talk about this just because even in the last six months, we've both changed a lot. You've moved. There's lots of different, you were actually just packing up, which is crazy. It It's crazy because I'm packing up again. <laughs> Good Lord, will there ever be a time when I'm just still? <laughs> uh, we literally just packed up everything. My boyfriend bought a tent. So we've got an awesome roof tent. It's sick. Um, and we are, we have been dog or house sitting for this last month because our lease was only good for six months. And now we're going to be going up to the North Island for a couple of weeks, hanging out with his friends, which are basically his family. And then hopefully we find a house to live in starting. So we're, the nice thing is we're both nomadic, everything the two of us own fits in the back of his uh, surf, which is basically like a forerunner. Um, so I, I met my match. I met. <laughs> I was going to say very minimal. That works seamlessly for you guys. Yeah, no. And I'm excited because he and I have, we do have big intentions for this year. I'm excited to kind of talk about that. Mm-hmm. I, like you said, I love these podcasts. If nothing else, like they're great for us. Mm -hmm. to like go back on I've been listening to some of our really old podcast episodes from like way back in the beginning like when you were able to grow out your nails for the first time and some of the like some of these really cool things that were happening for you at the very beginning when we first started documenting our journey so uh love you all if you're listening in uh but regardless this is an opportunity for Vic and I to (laughs) document our lives Wow. That's the nail thing. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I were, I mean, we're going to talk. So in July, we did kind of like a six month, you know, previous six months. So January to basically the end of June and then like what we wanted to accomplish for the rest of 2023. And then we also did a year end review at the end of 2022. So it's kind of, I guess, a tradition, if you will. Um, But really, I think there's a lot of value and just personal value that you guys can take from just sitting down. And obviously we're doing this podcast to hopefully inspire you guys to do the same thing, but just kind of reflecting, but then also looking forward and in the newness and that it doesn't have to be this crazy turn up your entire life on January 1st or anything of that nature um, or some radical resolutions, if you will, but it can be small things or intentions that you just want to 
carry with you through the rest of um, the year and then going into the new year. 100%. I am super excited. So as we're looking back, because I know we set very clear intentions midway through the year, like it was early July and we knew we were July 1st. And Mm -hmm. it was this moment of almost panic of like, oh my gosh, the year's halfway done. I haven't gotten any, you know, and we set these goals. And I think I, I, I actually said what they were, right. Did I say what all five were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, so yeah, do we want to start there and review kind yeah. of, and okay. You can start. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> actually, this has been really, really cool. I still have, and I have my journal, obviously my journal is always with me. Um, I have that journal and the very first page is those first five goals. I took a screenshot of it. It was something that I I looked at very, very often, maybe not as often as I would have liked, but those five goals were always at top of mind for the last six months. And I can say as of this morning, before we got on this podcast, I'm so excited, uh, that I, that four of the five have have been accomplished or, or on their way to, to being, you know, realized. So the very first one that I had was become a paid speaker. This one was really, really important to me. And I just, I really wish I would have done a little bit more intentional, like outreach with this, but regardless, I was approached and asked to speak, uh, for one of my, you know, fellow coaches group, talking all about cravings, talking all about relationship with food, and he's going to pay me for it, which is really, really cool. So how did it feel like opening the email this morning or the message? It felt so good. Like it, and again, and I had, obviously I have dreams of being paid, you know, thousands of dollars or being up on a stage, not just a virtual, whatever, but regardless, like this is a step in the right direction. This is confirming, this is evidence that it's absolutely possible for me. And it wasn't even me that I did the outreaching at this point. Like someone came to me, someone asked me because I'm an expert in this field and saw value enough in me to pay me and have them have me speak. So looking at it as evidence that confirms that I can put an intention out there and it can absolutely come to fruition. And I think one of the big things we'll definitely want and reiterate for people is to lengthen your time horizon, that it's not so much about like the destination or it's more about that trajectory. And I know that this is a step in the right direction. I know that this is like I can get bigger and bigger and better and more confident from here. So that felt really confirming. Um, the other one is I, I've, I've wrapped up everything I need for my uh, New Zealand residency. That was such a big process, way more than I ever thought it would be. Like I thought that was going to be the in the bag, easy one. That was that one was thousands of dollars and lots of like medical exams, lots of ask. Anyway, it's a huge process, but um, it's just about wrapped up and should I should hopefully have a full answer before the end of the year. Uh, the other one that was accomplished, I did learn how to snowboard. I did learn. I only went one time <laughs> and then I broke my wrist, but... <laughs> 
doesn't matter. You still did it. I still did it. I still did it. I still went up on the mountain and we will try again next year. Um, but I'm really glad that I did that. The other one, um, and this wasn't even really planned. It's just kind of interesting, right? Like I have the ability to shift my perspective. Uh, one of them was to go on a luxurious weekend away with my boyfriend. And I had it in my mind that we were going to be doing this like kind of camping trip or whatever else, which we will be doing camping here in the next couple of weeks. But um, anyway, this, it turned out we went to Auckland in the North Island for his birthday and on our flight back, there was a huge windstorm and our flight got delayed by two days and we're just like, okay. And we just said F it. And we ended up booking like the presidential, like top suite in this hotel and we had room service and we just like, it was such a beautiful, wasn't planned. We had two nights there and it worked out because like the airline ended up paying for everything. So also travel insurance, make sure you have travel insurance team. Um, but yeah, so that was really, really cool. And I'm going to check that off the box. I'm like, you know what we did, we had a very luxurious vacation. I know it wasn't what we planned, but it worked out. So the only one that didn't come to fruition was buying a car here in Wanaka. So I have, I have gone a long time without a vehicle. Uh, but the nice thing is you like to walk. (laughs) I love to walk, walk. Uh, I've now started running again and my body feels amazing wow. and I'm not running just because I'm angry. I'm running because I enjoy it. And I'm planning to do a half marathon in February. I love that. Fine. Um, and yeah, and I mean, the weather's nice and Wanaka's a small town, so I've clearly survived. It hasn't been the, the end of the world. I would still really love to have a vehicle in the next year, but I think that I would prefer to have a motorcycle. So that's so Kelsey, a motorcycle. Hopefully <laughs> that fits you more than a car probably. Cause you just, I can just see you roaming around on a motorcycle. It's You're so, cute. so we'll see how that happens, but four of the five feels really good. And I know um, maybe again, guys, like it didn't, turn out or look exactly like maybe I had envisioned, but the feeling of all of those things was there. And, um, either way, it still steps in the right direction. So that's awesome. That's me. How about you, Miss Vic? Well, I, um, so actually now that I'm looking at him, I don't even think that I think I did have five. Um, so the first one was to, hit 100k in my business and I was able to accomplish that last weekend which was like and I didn't even mention it on actually I did on the last podcast but I wanted to hit that and pay off all of my business debt which was like sucking the life out of me because and we talked a little bit about it in July, but like, it is a little bit different. We talked about like, then having the personal debt versus the business debt and like where you will invest in your knowledge and your courses and things like that for my business is inventory. But I was for like a year when I got my business credit card, it was that I had um, like interest-free for 12 months. So it was very convenient when I was starting out. And when Josh and I were looking at the statements, he's like, well, the interest will start hitting in November. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, I hate interest. Like it, it just uh-huh. knowing and experiencing credit card debt in the past and just that feeling of like, it only gets worse. Yep. yep. Um, you know, after that conversation that we had the podcast, the other goal attached to that was to have no debt in my business. And I was able to accomplish that as of yesterday. So it just, I feel like a weight was lifted off of my chest, like going into the the new year, um, just being able to kind of financially close out the year and, and go into next year with some, like, just some peace knowing. <laughs> Um, so, but you know, that was a big, that was a very big audacious goal of mine and I, I accomplished it. So I'm so proud of you. Those are big. Yes. Yes. They were. And I, I had mentioned in the podcast too, like wanting to do some like financial review type things on a regular basis did not happen. Um, I did purchase the profit first course specifically for retail and I was working through that my goal before, um, the beginning of the year. And, you know, I start doing, but I'm taking a business break for a few weeks, um, is to set up all of the accounts, like the tax account, the saving, you know, your personal pay account, your inventory account, um, so that I can kind of start that fresh fiscally in the new year. Um, so yeah, that was, I did start taking the course. I do need to finish it. Um, but yeah, it took a lot of, I literally thought I wasn't going to be able to hit it or make it or, oh my gosh, I'll be able to do this, but I won't be able to do that. And it all ended up working out. So it was a wild few weeks, but a good few weeks. Um, My second one was to do a getaway for our five-year anniversary. Um, This has been accomplished. It has been booked, but it is not in December. And likely we will never do any type of getaways in December. You know, had I known five years ago that I was going to start a business, December is like my busiest month. So um, we are going to Cabo for like five or or seven days in March. Um, And I'm very excited for that. And it's all booked and it's all paid for and it's all done, 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 done. Um, So that was partially done. (laughs) partial completion. Um, the third one was a habit tracker for the next six months. And that one did not happen. I, um, did it for, I think the first month and then I have been tracking. I just don't have six consecutive months. Mm. I was telling Kelsey before the call, I received the beautiful Christmas gift from my husband early. Cause he knows that I can't do surprises. Um, and it's a James Clear habit tracking book. And that was like the pinnacle of my, my love language. And so I'm very excited to track all of that. It has 12 habit trackers for 2024. Um, so that's exciting. Um, four was kind of the financial view review slash rework our personal budget, which we have done. Um, and we were kind of it was, we, I started using rocket money. So that's been interesting to kind of, it actually will catch like any of these like recurring fees that are hitting your account that you might not be aware of. Um, so that was very insightful. Um, and just kind of getting an understanding of what money's coming in, what money's going out. Um, and then like kind of reworking our budget from there. 
And then five for me was read three books. Um, I did read The Gap and the Gain. I read, um, in which we talked about in July. I read Created for Connection and I will have read five books by the end of 2023. So I'm almost done with Seven Habits of Highly Affected People. Um, and then I'm reading Seven Primal Questions by Mike Foster. So that one is almost there. I still have a few days. I love Those it. Are this, I think what's cool about this is because I know there are some people and I guess I've had that in the past too. Even when we did this six month thing, I was almost scared. I, I know you were too scared to yeah. actually say what you wanted, scared to say, Hey, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in my business because what mm -hmm. if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? What if I'm disappointed? Uh, and I think the big thing for us, like being able to look at these intentions, being able to recognize our successes and feel good and celebrate that, being able to give compassion where things didn't actually work out exactly the way we thought it would. Yep. I, and then I think just either way, like realizing that these intentions and these goals, the whole point was to help move us in the right direction. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's not about arriving. It's not about getting there. That's the arrival fallacy, but it is just, I set an intention and I'm, I'm going in the right direction. And yeah. I really encourage people rather it, it, these were not resolutions, right? Like it's, it's not like it has to happen by the end of the year or whatever else, but what is important to you? What, what would you like to see happen? And no, maybe it may not happen exactly as you picture it, but at least write it down. I really do think like there is so much evidence to writing it down and I will say like being as specific as possible with some things, right? Like just saying, I want to be healthier. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. You know what I like saying three books, I want to read three books. That's very tangible. I can understand what that looks like. Having an exact income goal, like that is able to like work backwards. Um, having certain habits, being able to, to measure, like, how can you measure it? How can you make it specific? It's like a smart goal, right? Yep. Um, but then on the flip side, also knowing that a huge part of it is how is focusing on the feeling that you want to have. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's one thing, maybe financially, this wasn't my biggest year to, you know, whatever else, but this was the first year in five years where I was debt-free all year from January to December, paid off the credit card every single month. Is it exactly how I envisioned it? No, but was I still able to prove to myself that this is like, and so it's just interesting too, because recognizing then, okay, so I no matter what happened, I was able to make that standard happen. Yes. So now it's just like, how can I raise that standard? Because clearly when I set that standard, it's possible. Well, and I was going to say like it, 
that debt or that whatever. And it, that just feels soul sucking. Cause then you feel like you have to perform, perform, perform to then, I mean, that's at least how I feel. So it's like that feeling is even, you know, putting that aside, it's like, it's more relieving and more enjoyable because you know what it feels like on the other side of that, where you're just like, Oh my gosh, like I, I what do I have to do to get this figured out? Yep. Yep. And so rather than feeling frustrated or all these things, just being like, okay, cool. Like looking at how it, that is confirming evidence that I am capable. I am capable of doing these things, even if I didn't, you know, whatever else. So that is one thing too, that I want you guys to take on is we all have a confirmation bias all the time. That's the reticular activating system at work, like you are constantly looking for evidence to prove your own beliefs right. And so recognize what are the things that you're choosing to believe and that you're looking for evidence for. And if you can stop defending your limitations and saying, I am this way because, or this is my reality because, instead like look for evidence for why it could work out. Look for evidence for why you're the luckiest person in the world. Look for evidence for, you know, how you are capable and you, you'll look for it. You'll find those things. But yeah. I love that. So kind of shifting now into like what we're going to bring into 2024. Mm. Um, I think I don't necessarily have I'm very, I will have to think about it for a very long time, but um, and I don't have listed out intentions. I do have a few things that I want to center the things around, um, but I know that you have a word that you have chosen. So I would love to talk a little bit about what we're going to be bringing into 2024 with the evidence and the data that we've brought throughout this whole year and kind of what we're going to do with that and, and, and beyond. I love it. No. And I definitely, I think if we can, I'd love to almost verbally process what some of our intentions may yes. be. Maybe yes. it won't be exact, but it'll maybe help people start seeing like kind of the process. And just on a side note, I'm just going to slide this in here. Now we're going to be doing a vision board party on January 7th at 3 PM Pacific standard time, 6 PM Eastern. It'll be amazing. You're going to get like all sorts of worksheets to help you actually work through all the areas, like the life wheel, all areas of life really help you understand and get clear about what it is that you want to bring in. We're going to have a little bit of a, a meditation and a talk all about understanding neuroplasticity and the reticular activating system and future self. And um, I'm going to teach you how to create a digital vision board using Canva uh, and all the things. So this is our fifth annual vision board party. I'm so, so, so excited about it. January 7th, we'll put the link in the show notes so you can join us. Don't miss out, but sorry for that little, <laughs> uh, no, that's a good thing to do, especially if you don't really like, obviously we'll kind of talk through our process, but if you want to start putting that stuff down onto paper or like in an inspirational image that you can look at, whether it's on your computer desktop, or you make like a phone saver version of it. It's great to have that stuff in front of you all the time. Absolutely. I, I believe in this so, so much because whenever I do that, it, it does happen. It's so crazy and fun, like fun story. And then I'll get to my, uh, I'll get to my word, but I had a client, dude, she is buying her dream car. 
just real quick, like she, it's a blue Mustang, a brand new blue Mustang. This woman, she wrote this. She's like, seriously, someone pinch me. I can't even believe this is my life. I'm purchasing my dream car on Friday. A year ago, I went to the vision board party with this group. <laughs> she had, a, as she said, I had a sports car on my board and here we are. This year I went on my very first cruise. I put myself out there and she came to our retreat in Colorado Springs. She went to Japan with her daughter and had this incredible trip. She learned how to ride a motorcycle um, and she's actually been able to navigate the dating pool and is starting and like has someone special in her life. And it's just been, she's like, I'm sure there is so much more. I feel like a totally different person since joining and you truly can manifest your destiny. As I focused on the things going right in my life, I was able to see them expand. I can't wait to see what more is to come. So anyway, just putting that out there, guys, I promise this works. I've seen it for myself. Like I have vision boards from 2014 and almost everything on that board has come true. Mm -hmm. It's it's not complete like woo-woo magic. And I'll talk about how to actually make it work at our vision board party like give you specific action steps. And again, worksheets to work through, um, not just at the party, but for the rest of the year. So definitely make sure to join us because I promise it works. And there'll be a link below to access all that, to add it to your calendar. 100%, 100%. So my word for this year, and this was already my word um, for those of you who don't know, like I invested in a coach this year. I had tried to go a whole year without help um, just kind of like keeping with the status quo. I mean, like I've got a community or whatever else, but finally in October, I just had had enough. I was feeling kind of lost and stuck and I was like, I need accountability. And so I now have my own coach. It's been incredible. Um, really, really appreciate having somebody to hold me accountable to things and who just understands what I'm trying to create and build and give me a whole new perspective. And it was on one of her podcasts that she shared what her word of intention was for 2023. And it really just resonated with me. And I was like, you know what? I think that's the word I want to embody all of 2024. And then I heard about the book, Power Versus Force. So the word is courage. And in the book, Power Versus Force, uh, Dr. David Hawkins talks all about the map of consciousness levels and kind of like how our emotions have vibrations and different things, kind of law of attraction, but obviously bringing it back to physics, which I love. It's the mix of the woo-woo and the neuroscience and the physics and all the things. But um, the lowest of low vibrations is shame. And I know that I was feeling so stuck in that place of shame for so much of this year, it, it impacted so much of like, even in my relationship. And I, I love my boyfriend, but like, because I was feeling so much shame, I would, it took up all of my headspace. And then I was constantly projecting all my insecurities and looking for evidence for all the ways that I was inadequate and all the ways that I wasn't good enough for him and all the ways that I wasn't good enough for whatever else because of all of the shame. And it just kept me stuck. And reaching out for help 
required courage. It required me, me talking to my boyfriend and saying, Hey, I need help with this, whatever else, which is also amazing. By the way, your boyfriend, your partner, your spouse, your husband, they should not be your accountability buddy. Do not put them in that spot. That is, it's a lose, lose for them. Like <laughs> don't do it. Um, and probably, I mean, in the past, like ex- it's exhaust. Like there's, there's a level of exhaustion on both sides of like, there's something to be said about having that outside force, that outside, you know, opinion, uh, to kind of help you work through those things. Exactly. And an expert, an expert in the area that you're trying to work through. I see this all the time with women trying to like have their husbands hold them accountable with food. And like, guys, it's a lose, lose. Either he does hold you accountable. And then you start questioning, oh my gosh, does he think I'm fat? Does he think I'm like, does he not find me attractive? Does he think I need to lose weight? No, he's just doing what you asked him. What you told him. (laughs) Exactly. Or he doesn't hold you accountable. And you're like, oh my gosh, I've gained so much weight and it's your fault. And you're a bad influence and blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, again, Find an expert in the field who understands what you're going through, can give you an outside perspective, can give you support, and can give you accountability. This was one of the best investments I made this year. And that was even in a year where I financially didn't know how I was going to make it happen. And what do you know? Figured it out. Here we are. And it took courage. So that is my word that I'm going to be embodying, that I want to every single day asking myself, is what I'm doing right now, is it casting a vote that I am a courageous person? Hmm. And that may mean that I might fail. I might get rejected. I I might mess up. I might be wrong. And that's okay. Did I act courageously? Did I cast a vote that I'm a courageous person? Yes. And the reason that I brought up that book, Power Versus Force, is because the one emotion, the tipping point emotion that will take you from these low, contracting, inaction uh, emotions is courage. Courage will drive you to expansion, to belief, to really getting to that place of acceptance to love, to joy, to peace, but it takes courage. So that is my word of 2024. I love that. I'm excited. Are you going to put it everywhere? Like, how are you going to keep that in your awareness? Other than obviously you just shouted it out to the podcast listeners. Um, Honestly, and you kind of know this, I've, it's always kind of been, <laughs> I'm like, do I want to share this? In some form or fashion with also lots of other intermixed characters, it is always a form of a password for the year. Um, if I, if I do have to make updated passwords for something. So that's, that's something. Um, and I think it is just one of the, like, it's going to be the centerpiece of my vision board. Hmm. I've done that before where it's like one word, like, uh, I think in 2021, it was presence. Like I just wanted to be more present. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2022 or 2020. And one of them was abundance and and trying to find that. That was the year we met. 2020. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it was 2020. Last year, it wasn't a word. I mean, I guess the word was trust. Um, but it was more this idea. It was a phrase. Everything works out everything always works out. That was my phrase for 2023. And this year, this upcoming year is, is courage. And so we shall see how that, do you have any that come to mind? 
What'd you say? Any words that come to mind for you? Um, I have like, okay, I'll read you my things. And I just, I don't know. It doesn't simplify down into a word. Like that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. But so there's this girl that I met. She actually shopped at my boutique and she, long story short, we live like a few streets away from each other and start following each other on Instagram. And I, she posts, I have to send this to you and I'll link it. She puts her word in her Instagram bio so, and then she does a year in review on, as a post. So 2023, her word was detachment Ooh. and she put becoming more aware of what keeps me. Um, so she put like religion systems, businesses, self-perception, et cetera. And then she's done this for seven years. She has one for each of the years. And then she has evidence of how she focused on that thing. So for instance, one was, I grew my hair out for a year and I'm still going just to chop it off and donate it, detachment. Um, I'm becoming more aware of how religion growing up has changed my life. I broke away five years ago. I'm still working through it. I stepped back from the corporate side of my business. I grew more of our own food to be more self-reliant. I put on weight and slowed workouts and put on weight and slowed workouts down instead of continually trying to be smaller. Mm. Um, her one last year was free air life. So spending more time outdoors, learning from nature, becoming, um, more physically in her like well-being focused. So they got a tent for the top of their truck. Um, she clocked a thousand hours outside for the year. Um, but it was just interesting to kind of, to, to look at it that way. And for her, I mean, every time she goes to her Instagram, it's there. So that was, um, that was very interesting. I love that. I love when people are able to do this. Like I, I was thinking about how James Clear always did those like end of the year reviews. Mm -hmm. And he, I really would love to have more data. I, and go into it a little bit more intentionally. Like I thought about this even for our group of doing almost like a Spotify wrapped Mm -hmm. for our clients. Like letting them know like how many times they showed up to a call. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to like, kind of have more of that data. Same thing with myself. And this was the best year I've had with tracking workouts. It still wasn't as, as nice as I'd like it to be, but I'd love to be able to look back and be like, yep, I did this many workouts in this month. I did this many runs in this month. Uh, It's super strange finding this balance between awareness or preoccupation, right? It's the same thing with like, I want to be aware of how many meals I'm having and what my meals for the most part contain without feeling preoccupied with food. And like, it's all I can think about. Yep. I think it's absolutely, it's possible, but it's just finding that place of like, okay, I have this intention versus it has to be perfect and recognizing that again, is it putting me in the right direction and, and understanding the why behind it? Um, anyway, that's just a side note. Yeah, I I guess I just don't have, I, I guess maybe I need to research words, but I don't know that I have a word. And I think I have, I struggle with just looking at one word and being like, well, there's different aspects in my life where one word could be growth and the other could be something else. So 
I think this, the first thing is, um, in I'm reading seven habits of highly effective people. And he talks about writing out a mission statement, not only a personal mission statement, but also one for your family. Um, and how that impacted not only, um, personally, like whether you are in a work meeting or you are at the grocery store or you're just in your house and really like looking to, you know, no, this is a value that I have. And this is something that I stand by. And that, that being your deciding factor. Um, so there is a, there is a mission statement builder on the website. So I will link that because I'm going to kind of do that. And knowing that there isn't a final, there isn't a final like masterpiece of this statement that there's going to be rough drafts and things that will change. And as you move through your life, something might be added, something might be subtracted. So, but that's so important. Like we have a mission statement for rediscover you free and for rediscover you strong mm -hmm. and they're different and they're very clear yeah. and it's it's been a, that was a huge turning point i remember it took me weeks to come up with the one statement for rediscover you free and now it's like on the back of my hand like no matter what like we empower ambitious women to go from feeling out of control or obsessively thinking about food to feeling at peace in their body, confident in who they are and free with food so that they can fully enjoy their life while becoming the healthiest version of themselves. That mm -hmm. statement, it's, it's everything. And it's why this program is what it is. And so to think about doing it for myself and to do it with my partner. So mm -hmm we met each other in January and it's kind of like, we're, so we're coming up on our year and a big thing for us in 2024 is almost like we're putting our heads down. We're putting our heads down. We're getting to work. We're saving money. We're trying to figure out a way for him to start working for himself and to start working remotely because in 2025 we're traveling. Like we've said it, we're like putting it out there, like, which means I won't be, I, I probably, unless, you know, barring any emergency, I have no plans to go back to the U S or leaving New Zealand for a year, for one more year. Like this has been the most stable I've ever been. Like I actually signed a lease for the first time in 10 years. Like it's been this whole adventure, but we both, like when we first met each other, like we both want to travel. We want to live nomadically. That's why we're not buying furniture. That's why everything fits in our car. But now we need to like build up the savings and build up the, the way for us to travel. So it's like working with that end in mind. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just be, this would be a really cool exercise to do with him of being like, what's our mission together? Mm -hmm. What are we trying to build? And I would I would say in the book too, there's like, it doesn't have to be like specifically for the program, right? It, that's like for your, a specific pro for the course, the ones, the examples that they give in the book can even just be like, so like one of mine that I'll add to it is like, leave things better than you found, leave people and things better than you found them. And like, if I'm at the, you know, in the bathroom and there's paper towel on the floor, like I didn't find it on the floor like previously, but I'm going to pick that up because I want to leave it in the best condition possible. So it doesn't have to be like 
you know, I, Victoria Stump, am going to do th th this, this, and this. It can literally just be a statement like that. And then on to your next one in a statement of something else. So um, I'll link the, the mission statement builder and you can put like certain characteristics or qualities or things that you want to focus on. It'll kind of build it. And then obviously over time, those things can be changed. Um, but before Josh and I do one together, my goal, like, I want to take time to do that for myself. So then we can each kind of come together and, and do that. So in the book, Stephen Covey says, um, a mission statement is not something you write overnight, but fundamentally your mission statement becomes your constitution, the solid expression of your vision and values. It becomes the criterion by which you measure everything else in your life. I love this idea of doing it like for yourself. Like, and it's an interesting thing, like the difference between a mission and values, like, like a values I would have like for the business or for the community is safe space. Like that's a huge value is that everyone feels safe. Um, and I'm just trying to think like, yeah, for, for like myself, like, obviously like there's been, I know my values, I know like integrity and like autonomy and, and those kinds of things, but it's almost interesting if you were to write a mission statement, not just for yourself, but also for you as a couple, like who are we as a couple and are we showing up in that way for each other and for the world around it's it's interesting right mission values and intentions they're different mm -hmm. yeah so I think that's like my primary thing is I guess just over the next year mulling over that and really trying to to live that out and I think it will answer the other things on my bullet list yeah. so the the next one is um like protecting and valuing my time and respecting it um, and I found this mostly just, you know, a year ago, my job looked very, very different than it does now. And I'm so grateful and thankful for this. Um, but with the new responsibilities comes lots of meetings and a lot of the people I work with are on Eastern standard time. So, you know, yesterday I was up for a seven 30 meeting, which is totally fine, but, there are things where I want to protect certain areas of my time and say like, no, this day I don't have meetings or, and really it just is as simple as time blocking. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and a few weeks ago I had found myself, like I had so much to do and I was like, what is going on? Like, where did I lose my brain with my work stuff? And I look back on my calendar and I was in back to back meetings and just doing emails. That's all I was doing. I was not getting any deliverables out. So for the last two weeks, I made a plan and I put it on my whiteboard and I just made a calendar and I wrote down every single day what I was going to do, blocked my calendar out. And what do you know, got through all of the reports within, you know, it took two weeks, but I literally had to block time out and put do not disturb, will not take meetings. Um, and that was very, very helpful. And I, it was just kind of eye-opening that like, if you're not intentional about it, your calendar will fill up and oh. get these work invites and calendar invites. And it's like, oh, well, everyone else is on it. Got to be on it, which yes, I do need to be on those. But had I blocked that time, somebody wouldn't have grabbed it that, you know, it would have gotten moved to the next day. So 
people, I just, I was listening to a, a LinkedIn thing um, today from the head of our department. And he was just like, if you don't respect your time, nobody's going to respect it. So really bringing it just again, back to me and not like, not depending on other people to do that for me. So That's yeah. Good. And, and taking ownership in that and recognizing that again, evidence, oh, I can say no. Mm-hmm the world didn't blow up. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, I don't know. I don't know what those will look like. I want to continue reading. That really helps me like become just aware, whatever I'm reading, it makes me very, very aware of my actions, other people's actions, what I can do better, what I need to work on. Um, so I did, I, I would like to read 12 books in 2024 um, I will have to be very intentional about that. I was like, that's such a hard, like the amount of books that I well, love. Well, then I look at my husband's Kindle thing and he's read like 150, almost 160 books. And I'm like, the he doesn't even have to worry about that. I do. <laughs> I'm like, I read one book and I want to highlight it and, you know, do all the things about it. Well, it's hard. Like I really do struggle with this idea because obviously there's a lot of books I want to read and want to learn about and want to extract the information. But at the same time, just reading for reading's sake, or is it finding those books that really, really resonate and really diving into it and teaching it and making it a part and implementing it, not just listening to it. Like Atomic Habits is one of those books. Like I know I've implemented. Yeah. Well, and I would say like, if there's a book that isn't serving you, like you can DNF did not finish. That's okay too. You know, Um, I had been wanting to read Seven Habits for years and I never read it and I'm finally reading it. Um, And one of the things I wanted to share, because a lot of my new role with my job is, being a leader and having to work with other people and train other people. And it is the most humbling. Uh, It has been like very, very difficult for me. Um, And one of the things that he talks about is leadership is communicating to people their worth and potential so clearly that they come to see it in themselves. Mm -hmm. And I really want to focus on that. Um, And it's just because I'm you know, younger, I'm working with people that are a different age than me. There's a feeling of like, who am I? Right. Um, I also work with my husband. So there's another, you know, layer to add on top of that, but I really want to focus on like really embodying what a leader is and not just somebody that's trying to manage people or that people feel like there's that disconnect. I want it to be like on a human level where people feel empowered. So I think Layla Hormozy is an excellent example of someone who does this. Also a young person who has had to work with people above, you know, older than her. And one thing that I really appreciate about her, she talks about the power of positive reinforcement and -hmm. just how powerful it is. Even when people know that you're doing it, Mm -hmm. like they even know what you're doing, but it still is that powerful and that meaningful. And so like, just kind of, and I know we had talked about words of affirmation, different things like it really makes a difference and mm-hmm. and it's as immediate as you can make it the better the better oh i so, love yeah. it yeah i'll find a word when i when we podcast next maybe i'll distill it down into a word 
I like it. So I guess like, where do we want to go to kind of wrap things up for this episode? Yeah. I mean, I think I would challenge each of you to in a manageable time frame, even if it's just 30 minutes to reflect on the last year and what went really well, what maybe didn't go well, no shame attached, just being like, Hey, I could have really done a better job at this. I could have really like, when I talk about valuing my time and protecting it, it's because I didn't do that this year. And because like, Kelsey, you have financial Fridays. Like I, instead of having to sit down with all my receipts at the end of like three months, it would be so much more manageable if I was to respect and value my time and carve out 30 minutes every Friday. Like the reason that I'm saying this is because I am, we're working on those things. So like thinking about what went really well, what didn't, and, and then thinking of things that you can bring into the new year, into the next kind of block of time, if you will, that will get you closer and not a certain arrival point, but it will bring you along on that journey and give you the confidence that you are the person that like you're working to become this amazing person, whatever, whatever facet that falls into. Um, Absolutely. I think like we do this reflection every single week in the rediscovery free program. And we talk about, you know, yeah, well, on a scale of one to 10, how did you show up with your motivation Monday, like intentions or your intentions from Monday on, and then like what went well, always start with that. Like what went well, how, you know, what was the progress then? Cause I know otherwise we tend to like only what you focus on expands. We tend to only focus on the things that we fell short on. Don't do that. Focus on the things that went well, focus on the things that you want to expand, that you want to see more of. Then from there, we ask ourselves, what did you learn? At failure is only feedback. Failure is a good thing. If yeah. you are willing to look at the lessons, right? I think it's like, it's either like mistakes, mistakes will keep being repeated until the lesson is learned. Like you're going to keep doing these things until you actually take and learn the lesson, which was something that I had told you right before we hit record as Alex Nermosi had talked about this, this definition of learning being, having the same circumstance, but a different behavior. And so like something for, you know, for me, even this weekend, like I'm going to be home alone this weekend all right. In the past, when I've been home alone, maybe those are the times, and I've had this with clients, they're like, oh, I'm home alone. And they're almost like thinking of all the things that they're going to do now, or all the things they're going to eat now, now that no one's in the house to judge them or whatever else. And just being like, okay, so this is the same circumstance I've had before. I want a new behavior. I want to know that I'm still going to make a really nice dinner for myself, even if I'm by myself, because I'm worth it. I deserve it. Wine and dine yourself. Yeah, right. Right. I want to make sure that I'm still like, I'm not working until midnight. I want to make sure that I, I, you know, cause I leave the evenings nice when my boyfriend is here. Why can't I do that for myself? I want to make sure I go to bed on time. I do it when I'm with him. I want to do it for myself as well. So it's the same circumstance. Obviously I've made those mistakes. I've made those mistakes that I just said. So now I, in order to prove that I've learned the lesson, it's my opportunity to change the behavior with this same circumstance that's coming up and think about that for your own life. Like, so again, how, you know, what went well, what did you learn and how are you going to implement it? How are you going to make those changes? 
And this is something, again, we do every single week in the Rediscover You Free program because it is important to have that kind of reflection time, to have that opportunity for you to look back on the week. Did it go the way you want it? Just like we're doing right now for our six-month review. Did it go the way you want it? Some things went really, really well. Some things didn't go as I expected. I'm taking the lessons and I'm moving forward into 2024. Like a big lesson for me from 2023 my number one goal was to become a speaker and that didn't happen until today, like a paid speaker. And it was because someone came to me. I did not go out and seek opportunities. I did not have the courage to put myself out there. I wasn't doing those things. I wasn't as intentional. And that is the biggest lesson I'm taking with me into 2024. I say this is important to me. I want my behavior to reflect that. Well, and it's like when you do start becoming it, when you are doing intentional outreach, like what the heck is going to happen? Like wh- how many opportunities are going to be there? Um, obviously, this was a really great opportunity for you. And I just wonder what how much is going to change for you when when that intention is like undeniable, consistent and how much more fulfilled you'll be when you, when those things are on a regular basis, you're able to pour into people in a completely different way. So, and so those are the things guys, like I really having these almost like mini reflections, like I said, we do it every single week and then you can do it every single quarter. You can do it every six months. You can do it, but you do have to set the intention. I am going to keep going back to this word courage. Please have the courage to set these intentions, to set the goals, knowing that it's not about arriving. It just isn't. It's about the person you're becoming along the way. When that can be the overall goal, like again, like, you know, the work more works more on you than you work on it, right? It's that idea that the it's the person I'm becoming through this adversity, through these difficult times, through putting myself out there and trying new things. Yep. That's the reward. I love that. Well, we hope that you guys have a beautiful rest of the year and good Christmas and New Year's. Please take the time to do these things and to answer these questions. Um, If there's also somebody in your life that you can also like talk through it with, I think it's sometimes like I I didn't, I I obviously am able to kind of distill some of these things better because Kelsey and I talked through some of them. Um, And then in the description below, make sure that you register for the virtual um, vision board party. There will also be a link. Kelsey's doing a challenge coming up. Are you not? I'm so excited. Find Food Freedom Challenge, baby. It'll be really yes. exciting in January. That will be in there. And then if you are wanting to write a mission statement, um, you the link will also be there as well as all of our normal resources. So I'm excited for that. I'm Thank you for that resource. I will definitely be diving into that myself. I'm excited. I'm like, write it for me and then I'll I'll make it more me. But at least I can, you can put some of the things in like the words, the principles, those things, and it'll make it a little bit more manageable. So- I like it. This was fun. Thank you all for being here again. Subscribe, like the podcast, share it. I really do. We, we love this. It's been an opportunity for us. And I think our biggest goal is to continue to do at least release every other Tuesday, have a podcast episode coming your way to help guide you and to help give you some encouragement 
on your path to acceptance, freedom, confidence, love, all the things. All the joyous, lovely life things. (laughs) All right, team. Thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your year. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.